Here come the McElroys. We've got jokes and bits. We're gonna give advice and do funny skits. Laughter it is in store. Come inside and see. It's time to start. It's my brother, my brother and me. Yahoo Answer once it responded, flowers are plant genitalia. <laughs> secret exposed. Secret <laughs> secret revealed. Farmers probably know some shit, though. They probably know some fucking earth wisdom. They're probably... Well, not these days. These days, farmers just flip the switch on the machine that yanks the milk out of the cow's tits. Do you think, do you think that farmers still know how high the sycamore grows? I don't think no. No, I think the only well, the why only, does the grinning bobcat grin? They don't care about why the big <coughs> bobcat grins. They just want to shower him in chemicals. You know, Can I paint think, with all the colors of the mountain. Listen, Douglas, I think your farm is great. I do think that if you did not have that giant sycamore in the middle of it, just to see how tall it'll grow, why um, did I cut it down? I'll never know. <laughs> You won't live to see it. No one will. My children's you, children will. Their children's children are going to turn it into magazines. Man, that Bobcat sure seems to like it, though. <laughs> that Bobcat seems pleased as punch. How did he do that? I don't know. He's just that way. That's just how he is. Call him Henry. <laughs> Everything is shale colored. Yeah, dog, it's mountain colors, idiot. <laughs> Paint with the color of the mountain. That's what I do. Um, apparently, sunflowers fucking rotate to follow the sun across the sky. Yeah. It's called heliotropism. Didn't know this. I just learned about heliotropism from Yahoo Answers. Is it real? I don't want you to learn from Yahoo Griffin, Answers Griffin, you just ever. yearn. That, this is the singularity. Everybody out. I don't want to learn anything from Yahoo Answers either, but if it happens, then I'm willing to accept it because I love knowledge and I love drinking it up, and apparently heliotropism is the thing. Apparently, Waggle Dan- Wikipedia is telling me all about Waggle Dances now. I'm going down a fucking <laughs> rabbit hole right now. Griffin to knowledge is like a sunflower to the sun. Mm-hmm. Griffin just tilts I his... I tilt my little head towards his, it. Uh, his genitalia. <laughs> I tilt my plant Griffin genitalia towards... <laughs> uh, one of the Yahoo answers responded, Carrots! <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Revealed. I bet you guys I, uh, cows know... I bet you <laughs> cows also know some shit, but mostly farmers know, know some shit about Earth and the way things work that they're not telling us. About good dirt and bad dirt. I bet that's something they know, I bet they know a lot about. about. I bet you know they... what's funny is they know a lot about farming, but they've never seen like a tall building or like a car. Yeah, like, right. They would like, be horrified. It would be very scary. But um, I bet they know all about what happened in Benghazi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet they know the truth about Benghazi. If you want to fucking <sighs> suss that out, Put a farmer there's, on the stand. There's two things farmers know about. Mm-hmm. Like agricultural shit. Yeah. And foreign affairs. And Benghazi specifically. There's a... I've been trying to get into gardening. Sydney and I have been trying to plan some stuff. And uh, speaking of secrets that farmers know, one of those secrets that I don't know that I'm betting farmers do is basically not knowing what plants will emerge from the ground and which I will have to retrieve from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally had to ask Sydney about basically every plant. Like, will the, will the pepper be in the ground or will it be above the ground? Oh. And I bet that's a secret that farmers have unlocked pretty much. Yeah, I bet that that's pretty important to just their general survival. 
and their fiscal stability is just knowing sort of like where the carrots are at any given I can time. Never remember. Ah, shit! I did it wrong again. I <laughs> dug up. Is it a is ah. it a carrot tree? Fuck! I can't remember. I did it bad. I am the worst farmer. I don't know any of the secrets of Mother Earth's beautiful womb that I grow my carrot children inside. I should never cut down that sycamore. One of my neighbor farmers told me that if you feed a cow rocks, then he'll he'll poop out whole watermelons that you can sell at the country fair, uh, but they just killed them. I, they died. They're tricky farmers. That's the secret about farm wisdom. Mm-hmm. Is you you they're either telling you something that will enrich your life, like heliotropism and bee dances, or they'll give you a little riddle. They'll play a mm-hmm. trick. They'll play a trick on you. They're like bridge trolls. They're actually descended from bridge trolls. <laughs> they are. All farmers are descended from bridge trolls. They only speak in riddles. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's another secret for you. You know that that poem God made a farmer. Mm-hmm. It's not true. God made a bridge troll, and then they. Just sort of naturally fell into and they, another vacation. They defied his teachings, <laughs> they, and they left the bridges. Mm-hmm. And so they were cast out of Eden. Mm-hmm. That's Genesis 1-1, baby. Read a book. Read a book. Specifically, what? the Bible. Specifically, our new version of the Bible. <laughs> the Brothers the Grimm mo- presents the Bible. <laughs> Take a chance. Is it appropriate to leave a small party? Six people. When someone puts on Gangnam Style and, every, and asks everyone to start dancing. That's from Unsure in Oklahoma. Oh, this is the shittiest. Oops, you're in the shittiest party. <laughs> I would actually <laughs> argue that six people does not constitute a small party. Well, it's not a party until Gangnam Style comes on it, and then, uh-oh, it is. It is It is a small party in the Dungeons and Dragons sense, <laughs> but not but not in the, the typical social Here, sense. Here's, here's, okay, the verbiage in this uh, question that really throws me off is that if you had asked is it appropriate to leave a small party when someone puts on Gangnam Style and everyone starts dancing yeah if you leave that if you leave that then you're a stick in the mud uh huh but if you when someone puts on Gangnam Style and asks attention please (laughs) attention please we can all rise to our feet I'm going to teach everyone the dance I learned it from YouTube (laughs) Labor up. Move your legs from side to side as if you were straddling an invisible pony. <laughs> Dance, I you beautiful you... bastards. This we are golden gods. There the fun thing about this question is that this person has already lived this scenario, <laughs> and one of two things happen. Either they they feel bad because someone said, Everyone start dancing to Gangnam style, and they said, I'm leaving. And then they walked out the door and never looked back. Or they did do it and they dance and they're wondering, was there another way? <laughs> was there was an, there an escape route? No, I think it was the <laughs> former. And I think the next day, the host of the party, this <laughs> this psychopath who dictates when the dancing occurs, came up to them and was like, hey, what the fuck, man? Like, we were having a great time last it, night. That was inappropriate, Dave. You left, and then there were only five people, and that definitely doesn't count as a party anymore. You ruined my birthday. <laughs> oh, what if the host of the party was Psy? Oh, that is egomaniacal. And he put on his I own think, song and he said, please, it's hey, all I have. <laughs> I don't think there's an organism on Earth that is more sick of that song than, than Dr. Psy. <laughs> I, think, I have to assume uh, nobody likes his ballads. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Nobody like his likes his tender love making stuff. Everybody just people try to, to get into gentlemen, but they're not feeling it. People, uh, yeah, people people listen to gentlemen out of fucking courtesy. You know what I mean? 
But the yeah, hook, this, the hook. We did, owe him this one. Yeah, he's given us so much, and we in turn have also given him quite a bit. But the hook on that one does not bring me back. It's sort of like it's sort of like how people continue to listen to "If It Makes You Happy" by Sheryl Crow mm-hmm. because they they really appreciated "All I Want to Do" so much, mm-hmm. and it was like they they did all they could do for "All I Want to Do." They bought the single, they bought the album, and then when that next album came out with "If It Makes You Happy," mm-hmm. they thought, "Well, you know what? I still owe her. I I'm still in debt to her for all the fun that first song brought me." Right. God, yeah, it's exactly shock- it's exactly like that. There's so many similarities between Cy and Sheryl Crow that I feel like a lot of people just like goes right Have you right ever seen them in the same room together? I, I have not. No, hmm. I have not. Could it be a Phoenix Rebirth? You think Sheryl, <laughs> did Sheryl Crow, Crow fucking die? No, I'm saying that Sheryl Crow met with like her advisors and she said, I need a new persona. And they said, She went to worry, Phoenix I'm Online gonna... University. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> took some classes in Korean. Learned Korean. She, she took a minor in hammer dancing. <laughs> Did you guys see that mashup? Oh, oh yeah. Dude. Oh, that went down good. When the two of them performed that together. How can I get my dad to be cool? <laughs> He's a really shy, nerdy guy. He's like 50, so can he really change? My mom walks all over him, and it makes me sad to see that my father is not a real man. Yes, he's a responsible man and a kind man, but not a real man. I want to teach him how to be cool and not so uptight. He needs to start hitting the gym. Going out to socialize and maybe pick up a fun hobby like pool hustling or joining a motorcycle gang. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. 50 ain't too late to just fucking switch it and change it. We're talking about a dad's all that, right? I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> hey, Dad, take those glasses off. Oh, shit. Your stigmatism. Can't, I forgot. Hey, hey, Dad, get off that riding lawnmower. Can't buy me, Dad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let me clean you right up. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Dad, Dad of the Year. Was that the Rick Moranis movie? What was the Rick Moranis movie? That was Honey, I Shrunk the Dad. Shrunk the Kid. No. It was <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk My Swag. <laughs> Honey, I Blew Up My Swag. Um, how can you get your 50-year-old... I, well, first of all, you're going to have to f- have a frank conversation with them. With, um, with your dad, Frank. If your dad's name is Frank, it helps to say, like, listen, you have raised me. You're kind and you're responsible. I know my mom's walks all over you but I respect what you've done for me and my family. But fuck, you are lame. Manzos, you just... <laughs> man, I look at you, and it's just... You're just a, sh- a pitiful husk of, of the, negative manliness. The, the stork has not been kind enough to bless me with a baby from the Cabbage Patch, but I am 32. Right. So I, would, I can address something for you. Your dad is 100% aware... At every waking moment, how uncool he has become. This is not a uh, a wake up one day and you have those socks with uh, with y- y- you have uh, argyle socks on. This is a, a, a slow descent from relevance that started. I try, like in his late twenties and just kind of got maybe, worse from there. but maybe I he's would, in. I would bet statistically though, at some point. He was probably cool. He's that's the thing. He might be still. He might be in full blown dad denial. He might be in dad denial. Like he might be like the biggest. Dad Niles is not a river in Egypt. I know. You know, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not at it's all. Not dad at all. Uh, he like he might be like a big parrot head, and that might be like a, a mainstay from his youth. And he might just think like, 
I fucking get it. The world is the world is moving in the wrong direction, and that direction is away from Jimmy Buffett's relevance. I am still on the fucking cutting is this bleeding gonna, edge. Is this going to be a Buffett full episode? Maybe or? it's his birthday. Okay. What? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there are those dads out there that are like, "Oh yeah, man, I saw the Eagles three times last year, and it fucking changed." Like, that's that's not. That is literally only your definition of cool. Even the Eagles don't think that 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 Steve is cool. <laughs> the Eagles know. The better. Eagles are like, but here's hey, the thing: we need to talk the, about uh, your Eagles consumption. The Eagles said to the Eagles fan. The, the <laughs> other side of this coin is so much more embarrassing that if you had a dad who suddenly just rolled up one day in full on like leather outfit and biker gear and like we ride the motorcycle and he was like, "Hey, kids, mm-hmm. let's." Go check out the concert scene. Mm-hmm. Like, you're hey not kids, does, be, it, does anybody here like Drake? And then he fans out some Drake tickets. Yeah, you're <laughs> not going to be more proud of him. I would actually. That would be. That would be pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> if my dad rode his motorcycle from Ironton, Ohio to Austin, Texas, and then fanned out a fucking fistful of Drake tickets, I don't even. I don't I know a single Drake song, but I would say yes, and I would hop on the back of that Harley, and we would go have the best. <laughs> you ride in the sunset. Take a chance. Uh, oh, this will be interesting if the call and response works out. Um, this one was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Wow, oh, it works. That's gratifying. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Sammy, who asks, What are some simple mysteries that I can solve? <laughs> <laughs> be serious my dad said to start it's misspelled start but it's hard to pronounce it uh, small and build my way up to big mysteries like spirits and houses hauntings etc uh-huh. I need to know some simple cases please and thank you one of the more mannerly Yahoo answers mm-hmm. we've got sent yeah I like that politeness don't start with Encyclopedia Brown those were way hard for me still yeah. I cracked one out. I cracked one open recently thinking, well, I'm 32 now. This should be, and I'm li- cut to 20 minutes later. Like, well, okay, the first Battle of Bull Run couldn't have been this because the sword said on that. <laughs> Love those books. Mm. Didn't make uh, me any better at mysteries, though. I think your parents have to plan the mysteries for you, right? Because I, I don't know how old this person is. Um, I hope not too old. <laughs> um, you got you got to get an early start on the mystery game. It's like being a gymnast. Like, but you can't... <laughs> Start young. What could start as a small mystery could like unfurl to be like gang, gangland, uh, like, violence, like drug, national drug trade. Yeah, just like, just like, just like a national, national treasure. He's trying, to, he's trying to find the constitution. <laughs> starts and out then with it him turns into a whole thing. Starts out with him doing a, a tricky Sudoku, <laughs> and by the end of it, he's just wrapped up in a fucking John Voight shoot him up. That is, that is the problem with if you've, I mean, if you've ever read anything, any mystery. It always starts with what appears to be a simple mystery. There, mm-hmm. I don't think you can definitively say this is going to pan out to be very simple. Because what if it's like it's like that sweater? You start pulling that yarn, and then it's just, well, there's a whole case here. Mm-hmm. And then you have the mystery of the unraveled sweater. Yeah. Your mom is super pissed off that her sweater is fucking gone. And she's like, here's, here's a mystery for you. Mystery solved. 
That was simple. Let me look at some clues. Let me just think back. Yeah, that's me. When we, I did that. It's a pretty good clue. My memory. When we were uh, when we were little little kids, uh, I don't think Griffin when was, we were smaller. I don't think Griffin was born yet. And uh, Travis Can we not and tell I, the story then, because like oh, who gives a this shit? is okay. This is BGM uh, <laughs> before Griffin McElroy uh, and, and Travis and I had discovered food coloring, so we uh, filled every drink we could get our hands on with food coloring. And then we decided to see what effect it would have on the carpets. And, um, and then our mom came down, and I just wanted to tell this story because that seems like a pretty easy mystery for her to solve. Yeah. So if you could set that up for him, just put some food coloring on your mouth and on the couch and then sit there and wait. And I think that as his parents, you could, it would be pretty easy. And it was also, that was also just like a really good bit for like the Family Circus fans in the audience. <laughs> like people who, just, people who don't like all the blue humor we usually do and just want some like Dennis the Menace-esque shenanigans. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with being tasteful for a few minutes. I've been pushing to get us to be a little cleaner, and I think that was a great start. Mm-hmm. I told the story on Twitter today about the uh, jawbreaker in the theater. You guys know that one. I don't think so. Where uh, d- we were uh, seeing a play with dad, and he, our dad used to be obsessed with these. Um, they were bird's egg jawbreakers. Bird's egg. Sometimes I call them psychedelic jawbreakers. Uh, they're they're the white ones with the colorful flecks on them. That that when you eat them enough, those flecks turn into like they become tactile. They, they become they become like fucking burrs. They yeah, become it's like a topographical map. Of 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 the the earth. It's the worst thing to have in your mouth. I don't yeah. know why he was as obsessed with them as he was. They're they're why our daddy has diabetes now. But he loved them back in the day. He had a whole. You could get him a Cracker Barrel. It was like his exclusive dealer. And I remember he had an empty shed spread country crock container oh, of Mac, them that he kept uh, up up out of our reach. Mac, you're back, huh? Uh, wait till you see this new shit I got in. I've got the <laughs> dopest prickliest Kush. But anyway, so he was. He was enjoying some of his prickly kush, and he uh, he laughed, and the jawbreaker pops out of his mouth and rolls down two aisles, and without missing a beat, he says, "Oh, my glass eye!" <laughs> <laughs> and he, he covers the socket with his hand, and this woman two aisles down picks it up and hands it back to him, and he pops it right in his mouth because he's a dirty creep. Our dad's a dirty, Our creep. dad's we a love creepy, him. dirty fuck. Just kidding. He's the best dad of all time. If you Let's say ha- anything like that about my dad, I'll, I'll take, I'll take your skin. Take a chance. Farm wisdom. Farm, Farm wisdom. Get your fork. It's not us, pork. Farm wisdom. I would like Griffin to read the first one, please. Um, I here's the first one. I grew up on a racehorse farm. Oh, the most exciting life. I grew up on a racehorse Welcome farm. to the show, Paul Bear. The late Paul Bear who joined us. <laughs> when, a veterinarian ca- when a veterinarian castrates a racehorse, they throw the detached balls up on the roof of the barn for good luck. Pretty gross. Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. And I fact-checked that. That's 100% That's, That's a, 100% a old wives' tale. 100% fuck you. There's no... Doesn't horse sperm sell for, like, hundo thous on... on you castrate a racehorse if it's having behavioral problems. That's... And then you you have... Like, tell me, though. Promise me 
that if you are going to do this for behavioral problems, you definitely, definitely bring the horse out of the yard and make <laughs> when it. When you throw its balls on the roof. <laughs> hey, come see this. <laughs> what? How did this old this wise. This is what you get for playing in my yard. How? Hey, Orb, come watch this. See if it's funny to eat my pocket. <laughs> Orb, come on. How? How did this fucking witchcraft kiss i can't imagine there was just a super lazy veterinary old-timey have you never heard balls on the roof fast in the hoof <laughs> i'm imagining like an 18th century veterinarian like uh what do i ah uh, fuck what do i do with these they're slippery maybe in the maybe in the heat of a passionate horse crime they they cut off a ball a horse's balls unwillingly and then had to dispose of the evidence Chinkle, chinkle. Oh, God. That is balls. What do we do now? Oh, fuck. You got to you gotta tie them on the back of your truck mm-hmm. so that they hang comically as though they're the truck's testicles. <laughs> it's very comical. <laughs> is that the implication? <laughs> I believe so. I'm going to go back when I'm editing the podcast and find the minute mark where Travis said he was going to start adding whiskey to his beverage and then time <laughs> it out to now. And then we'll know, like, the porousness of his liver. What's the other farm with him? Uh, chickens play dead and fart through their mouths. <laughs> and that's from Jillian. It's the best Smiths album. I don't care what anybody says. It is the best. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this Bros Better, Bros Best. Sorry it's not a new episode. Justin and Griffin both lost power uh, for a long time. Uh, When I'm recording this, Justin still doesn't have power in his house and is staying in a hotel. Everybody is safe. Everybody is warm. It's just been very chaotic for the last week. So I hope you'll bear with us and understand. And now enjoy The Money Zone. Online shopping can be daunting. It's uh, Listen. I'm worried enough doing my grocery shopping online. I still do it because it's cool and it's the good thing to do. But it's even scarier buying clothes because I don't know what's going to fit on my body. I don't know what's going to look good on my body. And I barely even know what my own style is. That's why I love Stitch Fix. This season, let Stitch Fix do all the hard work for you. They're going to find clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. And one of my favorite parts, you can try on pieces at home before you buy. You try them on, you keep your favorites, you send back the rest. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included, and there's no subscription required. I've been using Stitch Fix for a while now, so if you've seen me and you're like, huh, Travis's style game has really stepped up, it's all thanks to Stitch Fix. I wish I could take credit for it, but so much of that is Stitch Fix. And it's not just like, you know, shirts and pants. It's cool shoes. I've gotten cool jackets. Uh, there's lots of stuff in there. It's all amazing. Highly recommend you check it out. And you can get started today at stitchfix.com slash mybrother, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash mybrother. Be really honest with me. Be really honest. Hey, are you ready? Are you ready to be super honest with me? Do you like your sheets? Do you love them? Or have you just been sleeping on them so long you don't think about them anymore? Because I'm willing to bet that when you really stop to think about it, you maybe don't love your sheets as much as you could. And that's because you don't have Brooklinen. 
See, Brooklinen are amazing sheets that I love, and so I know you'll love, because Brooklinen was founded as the first direct-to-consumer betting company. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury-level markups. They have a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes, and Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear, and more. Listen, I love their sheets very much. This is absolutely true. But my life changed when I got Brooklinen towels. It's all I use now. Highly recommend. Love them. The sheets are comfortable. The towels are great. Go check them out. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code MYBROTHER to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code MYBROTHER to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. brooklinen.com and use promo code MYBROTHER at checkout. Real quick, a couple of announcements before we get back to the Bros Better Bros Best. In case you missed it last week, we had to postpone the Adventure Zone virtual live show because of the weather conditions, uh, but we have rescheduled it. It's going to happen March 5th. Existing tickets are still good. Tickets are still available for purchase at live.themacro.family. And if you're interested in information on refunds, you can find info for refunds uh, at bit.ly slash tazrefunds. The show is virtual and interactive. It's going to be March 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Basically, there will come times in the show where you're going to get to vote to decide what the players do. Uh, we're going to be playing Honey Heist with special guests. Eric Ishii. Tickets are only $10. And like I said, you can get them at live.themacroid.family. Uh, make sure you check out the February merch, uh, especially that pin of the month before it's gone. It's Boy Car from the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show designed by Zachary Sterling. It benefits No Us Without You LA. No Us Without You is providing food security for undocumented back of house staff and their families in Los Angeles. Don't forget to check out the Taste of Luxury Stimulus Wine Glass, the Taste of Luxury Shirt designed by Kevin Budnick and Candle Nights video on demand is still available. It's pay what you want and all proceeds go to Harmony House. Uh, and hey, while you're thinking about it, go ahead and pre-order the Adventure Zone Crystal Kingdom. It's available now. The pre-order is. Uh, it's going to come out July 13th, 2021. And you can get that pre-order at theadventurezonecomic.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, kid. Your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? <laughs> In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah. And I'm sorry if this is too weird. Do you smell a person while hugging? Be true. <laughs> uh, he adds, definitely yes. It gives you a kind of an idea of what kind of a person he or she is. Does it? I'm trying to think if I've ever, like, intentionally... Yeah, because that's the thing. Is, is you yeah. mean like, oh, I hug someone and, you know, like, I'm breathing. Yeah, that's or the thing. like, I hug someone and go. <sighs> it's like when you scope it out, when you scope out a situation, and you see it with your eyes. Like, you, the neurons are already in your brain. Once you perceive the thing, the neurons are going to go where they want to go. They're going to fire off the synapses that they want to fire off. And then all of a sudden, you know if that person's attractive or not. When you, when you hug someone, 
you have yeah. smell particles going in your nose that are firing off those. Well, your eyes can be deceived, Griffin. Right. That's but, true. But smell particles can't lie. I no. actually have, I think that my usual MO is to, like, I'll, re- I'll do a regular inhale, like, mm-hmm. as I'm going in for the hug, just breathing. Oh, man. But then if I like, sort of, I like. Oh, you'll go in for secondsies. I'll go. You'll like, take a, a second. Deeper. Hey, do you mind if I take a second scoop? Just real quick. Let me just get a second scoop real is quick. Is this one per to... customer or can I have two? Can I have an, how I much for an extra shot? <laughs> I I feel like if you get an extra extra whiff in though, you definitely do have to comment. And, oh I mean, man, definitely. Well, you just have to say like, okay, can I hug the other shoulder now? And go. go to the right. Yep. Like the French do it. I have the French do it. This Double is hugs. A, this is a serious, serious problem for men of my um sinusistic uh who who have my particular uh, almost constant set of of maladies relating to my nose zone um which is to say it's it's some kind of it's either hay fever season or mold season or some kind of season constantly here in austin so i'm constantly sniffling and if i'm hugging someone i mean every 10 seconds i have to sniff and like if they land in that in that period like it is going to seem like i'm like oh hey bring it in yeah i haven't seen you in a while <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it's just yeah. I've uh, I'm sick. You're, well, then why not just embrace it? And be like, you smell great. Just say you smell great. Everybody you wants to hear great. that. You brighten somebody's day. They don't think it's weird. Or you've been working out. You, <laughs> a well, compliment. No. It's a great compliment when not said right after sniffing. Because someone. because when somebody's fit, they pr- the the scent that they produce is way 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 better when they've just. Oh no, I meant that they were working out immediately prior to the hug. Oh God. Like so, they smell like Jim Funk. That's t- also. Have you guys met my friend Jim Funk? <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you guys. This is this is related, and it's something that's been on my mind for a few days. I uh, was watching something on TV. I don't I don't know, but you see it all the time. And two the, people the were TV meeting, show? or they, yeah, t- a television program. Uh, a few people were meeting, and when they were greeting each other, the guy goes in and kisses the woman's cheek as like a greeting right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i and you see this happen was it his wife or his mom no okay well but then you it's... see people doing i mean it happens people do it i don't know i mean grown-ups are always doing this and i see it on television sometimes in real life and mm-hmm. i don't know how you would even begin to add that layer to your social repertoire. Yeah, I don't because know. I honestly, I've tried it. Like, I've I've done a couple of, you know, just preliminary tries of the cheek kiss greeting. <laughs> just to kind of take it for a spin I gotta and see hear it goes. Hey, listen. I gotta I don't, hear about your dry runs. Jeff. I don't want to weird you out, but do you want to experiment with me? <laughs> I want to try something well, it's, out. It's like, okay, so you know that awkward moment when, like, someone goes for a hug and you go for a handshake? Yeah. It's like that times, like, eight. Because it's like just eight. You, the, that seems so conservative, Griffin. I've done a lot of no, a number crunching on this. <laughs> is eight because the, the person chances pulled back. that someone's gonna fucking headbutt you is pretty high. The person pulled back and was like, "That was eight times weirder than when you go for a hug and they go for a handshake. <laughs> that was exactly eight hundred percent weirder." I took fucking statistics in college, yeah. and I do in fact know what I'm talking about. I've got a survey size of a thousand, mm-hmm. and it was well, eight you just across told us it was two. What? No, I said I, a couple. <laughs> That'd be a thousand. How did you? How did you? What? 
Were you, were you, had you been drinking? Like what? I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I can't even no, imagine that's making a horrible this decision. experiment. I did it in laboratory conditions. <laughs> did you do one dude, one lady? Just to see how it felt like. I did 500 dudes and 500 ladies. <laughs> and it was mostly for college credit because I can't afford to pay that many people. Sure. Sure. Well, you, you, your fucking mouth would have been busted after a thousand smooches. I had a robot. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do it myself. Right. <laughs> Pretend this robot is a loved one you haven't seen in a long time. Your acquaintances, <laughs> but not lovers. Okay. Uh-huh. Now the scene is set. How many in- times worse was that? Enter the smooching chamber. The background is set. Enter the smoochatorium. <laughs> Well, you don't want to skew the results, so I had to tell them they were there for a sleep Something, study. Something is going to happen in this room with this stranger robot that's going to make you uncomfortable. Have fun. Science. Get your college credit on the way out. Mm-hmm. It's important that they don't know that the robot is part of the experiment, though. <laughs> or else it'll ruin uh, the, the truth of the experiment. Mm. Take a chance. Farm wisdom. Farm wisdom. Get your cow into a soup. Farm wisdom. <laughs> Oh, what if you put your cow in a person's suit? Uh, yeah, I'm a human. I'm a skin. I'm a flesho. What, what would they be called? Humies? Humies, maybe, Humies? I guess. I'm a humie. Cows are proven to have... Oh, no. You know what, Travis? You should read from wisdom. That's your thing, I think. Okay. Cows are proven to have best friends. If they're separated from each other, they get stressed, and their milk yields suffer. That's from Victoria. I don't know why, but I find that fucking, like, heartwarming. Oh, it's amazing. I actually watched, a, there's this documentary on Netflix about, I think it's called Animal Odd Couples. And it's about, like, this dog and this cheetah are best pals. And they, they, so to interview zookeepers, they're like, yeah, I don't know what fucking happened. This dog and cheetah just started hanging out together. But you knew that they just put them in a cage. Like, let's see what will happen. <laughs> you know, they went through, like, 14 dogs and six cheetahs before they found the right mix. Griffin, I cannot imagine... How bad of a day you have to have before you decide that you deserve animal article. We watched a very bleak marathon of Homeland, and I was like, we gotta fucking boost these spirits. Let's watch a monkey on a dog. Uh, Travis, any other farm wisdom this week? Yeah, I want Griffin to read the second one. Um, (laughs) This is on Sin and by Laura. Thank you. Uh, She says, if you want to get rid of a groundhog, pee in its hole. It will move to a better neighborhood. <laughs> oh, the property yeah. values around here have just plummeted ever since Jeff peed in our borough. <laughs> I feel like a bad element's moved in ever since Jeff peed in here. Hey, Jeff, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, hey, neighbor. Howdy, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. I'm just gardening. <laughs> yeah, I just put in my last my mortgage garden. payment today. We own the... Oh, f- oh Jeff. <laughs> oh, just repainted the kid's room. We pretty happy. Oh, oh, damn Jeff. it, Jeff. At least the smell's gonna go. Oh, you ate asparagus! Ah, oh, fucking Jeff! You know, honey, earlier today I was telling Jeff about our groundhog problem. Ah, oh, god damn it! God damn it, Julia! I told you not to tell Jeff about our groundhogs. I oh, really, he's outside already. Son of a yeah, bitch. I kind of feel like that's a catch-all way to get anything to move out of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, is there an animal that, like, you pee in its burrow and it's like, nice. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Probably prairie dogs, uh, fucking nasty ass, nasty ass rodents. Let's get some piss up in here. Yeah, now the party's really getting started. We're all freaks. 
You know rattlesnakes are getting dirty. You love it. Uh, you guys want to Yahoo? Please. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Bobby Mitchell. Thank you, Bobby. That's why Yahoo answers user Demonica, who asks. Do these guys want to steal my horse? It's very complicated, but I'm going to try my best of what's happening. I got a healthy, I, sorry, I already fucked up. I got an healthy racehorse. He's four and beautiful and calm as anything. He's a dream horse. So anyway, there's a group of lads. They keep on pointing my horse out in the field or in the stable. They asked me if he was mine today. I was on a hack out with him and the guys keep their eyes on him. And when they noticed I was watching them, they turned the other way. So when I came back to the stables, they were outside my stable door and said, oh, he's beautiful, isn't he? But there's something suspicious about their behavior, right? They also won't stop beating it. I also note, gross, I also noticed <laughs> when I'm riding in the arena, they watch him in the far distance outside the gate. So any idea of why they seem more attached to my horse? Are they flirting? Other people are also interested in him, but they don't do what they do, so I'm finding their actions very suspicious. What should I do? She means, are they flirting with her? Ah, it's hard to tell. Okay. By lads, she may actually mean four other horses. Like, horses are following her horse around, going to steal this horse. It'll be like, horse taken. (laughs) You know, I... I think that any t- I think she might be projecting a little bit. She just loves that horse so much <laughs> that she assumes everyone else would want to get into this dream horse. Get into it? Like get, you know, like get They just want to take a, you know, they want to get inside like sit in the passenger seat. Right. Right, right. Get into its whole scenario. They think hey, like like you could you know, really get into it. Like that scene in Ace Ventura when nature calls and he's inside the rhino. God, if we could go. No, I don't mean like literally into. I mean like, like when you go to the car dealership, it's like I can get you into a new sedan. What's it going to take to put you inside this horse? You know, (laughs) I don't think a horse can have a sidecar, Justin. If that's what you're, if that's what you're suggesting. Does AC come standard on this? (laughs) Is this a standard or automatic horse? I ah, see. Can you even steal a horse? Like, if you can, the worst thing you can do is sit there and go, "That's a beautiful horse." That's a beautiful. No, you know what? Lovely horse. What kind of oats does he eat? Any kind of special oats? Do you lock the barn, or how? How would I steal him? Just hypothetically. The problem with the idea of stealing a horse is because it implies that you can own a horse, and Mm -hmm. as we all know, not possible. Nobody can own a horse. They are like freedom incarnate. You can. You steal a dream. You you steal a hope. (laughs) You can, can you at, wishes? at best, you can form a partnership, a voluntary partnership with a horse. But at there, best. There is no title in, in, involved in the process. And, it, and if anything, it's a tenuous agreement. Can you steal a sunset? <laughs> <laughs> can you? How about a Yahoo? This Yahoo is sent in by Andy Hill. Thank you, Andy. It's by Yahoo Answers User John. It's going to get gross. Here he goes. Yeah, uh, John asks, detailed, how to kiss, please. Oh, no. Some girls like making out with me, and some say I use too much teeth. (laughs) 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 Help me out here, guys. How should you kiss? You shouldn't use your teeth. Teeth is a bad... Well, sometimes you get, you know, if it's it's getting all... um, Of of the enunciators. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I would say that teeth are the least important in the equation, and uh, lips and tip of the tongue are probably much. Yeah, I don't think he's worried about hitting his hard consonants while he's while he's <laughs> mouth mouth deep. Uh, Help with my plosives, mm-hmm. guys. I actually just got a letter from my lawyer. He says that it would be too actually too weird for me to continue to participate in this particular conversation. I, well, then I actually just got a letter from my copyright lawyer who said that if I give away my secrets, I will be <laughs> infringing on my patents. Okay, let's. But then let's go off the record here oh, let me okay. turn the chair around and that officially means we're off the record and n- right. none of this okay be, just be clear any any kissing secrets they give away here cannot be used professionally. Do, do not tweet them do not quote us in your local periodicals um but we are about to drop some science on you girls love it when you just run your teeth into their teeth <laughs> <laughs> if there's not a loud click i did that not done i did that a lot in high school and the girls would be like ow what the fuck and I'd be like, what's wrong? Don't you know? That's how it's good. That's what's good. That's mm-hmm. good now. The secret, girls girls also it, like it when you sword fight with your tongues. Oh, when you really get in there and like Greco-Roman wrestle with that mm-hmm. shit. If you make a mistake and you seem to set them off right, uh, set them off wrong rather, you, you need to pretend that it's the way they do it in whatever the next level of education for you is. So mm. if you're in middle school and your teeth click and they this, say, oh, hey, I hate sh- that, you say, well, that's, listen, that's this, is a, how they, this is what they do at the adult learning annex. This is, how they, <laughs> this is how they do it in my doctorate program. So I don't know. You just need to maybe get a little more mature. If you do make a mistake, though, the best way to do it is to just lean in real close to their ear and just go, uh-oh, Cheerios. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to really ignite the uh, night. Mm-hmm. I think it's really going to set this situation ablaze. The trick, uh, the trick passion. is to be thorough. Like a, um, mm-hmm. just get your get your get your whole mouth in their mouth and just like sort of scout around like a surgeon fish. My number one kissing rule is kiss every tooth. Kiss every tooth one mm-hmm. by one. Let me see that. What you got a little molar? And then, and if that starts to get stale, just start going around the face. Mm. You know, go for the eyes. Um, you know, the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, no holds barred. Mm-hmm. Use your nose. Put your fucking eyelash on their tongue. And like, just Ooh. give them some of that for a bit. Put your nose, yeah. put put your nose in their ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just act like you're a puppy looking for some stray pizza sauce mm-hmm. after nice. pizza night. After pizza, after pizza Thursdays. Don't uh, don't explore their mouth after pizza Thursdays, though. Ooh, no. And you know what else, girls love? Women and gentlemen um, enjoy that. Before you do anything, you ask, and I mean constantly is it okay if i kiss your eyeball may i kiss your nose you kiss him i'm gonna look behind your ear for pizza sauce yeah or just if you're doing the mouth too just just give him like a can i kiss your mouth can i kiss your mouth can i kiss your mouth again i really like it and and keep growing in intensity every time can i kiss your mouth (laughs) how about that mouth please can i ask give me that mouth How are we going to alert our listeners that it is now safe to walk across the room and pick up the headphones that they have surely by now cast cast from the? I've business. got like at least three more minutes. Somewhere of there's some tips. dude with a notepad going. Ask before you do any. Of, this is good. This uh, is good pizza stuff. Thursdays. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. This is all good. Take a chance. That's Yahoo was sent by Wayne Rowan. Thank you, Wayne. It's by Yahoo Answers user Sophie who asks. Do horses have any emotions that humans don't have? <clears throat> I am actually doing a horse behavior presentation for an equine class I'm in. But I was wondering if horses had exactly the same emotions that we humans do. 
humans is in parentheses as if like you didn't fucking know as we humans do okay. i went on a website that told me the types of behavior that horses have buckle your asses in <laughs> can i make one quick point before you tell me the behavior the things that horses have I want to see if you get something valuable from this before your presentation. I definitely, definitely can't wait to see this line on the bibliography. <laughs> I cannot wait to see how you cite the information you receive from Yahoo Answers. Acceptance. <laughs> um, That's fair. If you're professionally being ridden, right? Well, need that it's not good. ideal, but. I don't have a possible so thumb, so... I love oats and apples, so what can so, I do? Um, affection, sure. Sure. This is my favorite. Anger one and <laughs> anger two. <laughs> <laughs> anger one is like a quiet, reserved yeah. anger, and anger two is like an explosion of biting. Yeah. It's just spurs. That's the only thing that the... the if they see spurs, like, ah, oh, no. anger two. You're I am angry out. one. Breaking out the dose today. Annoyance. Who <laughs> doesn't? Apathy. Oh. Oh, well, fine. Oats. I accepted too much. Oats, I guess. Another ride? Ugh. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Whatever. Yeah, sure, Jumps, tricks. It's all the same. <laughs> Be- beautifully soaring through nature like an earthbound dragon? Sure, why not? Anxiety? What if I run out of oats? <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. <laughs> Boredom. <laughs> well, what? Okay, I can't blame them too much for that. <laughs> right? It's like they can't even watch Game of Thrones. Like what? Like they don't get HBO. <laughs> you turn Go. the TV towards the window, please. Right. <laughs> I the got window. a big. I got a big day today. I'm either gonna stand in grass or run in a loop. <laughs> I can't wait to see what fate has in store. Um, well, I mean that's okay. Tame horses, yes, I can see them falling prey to boredom. Wild horses? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? boredom for a wild horse it can't happen wild horses aren't familiar with this emotion because they can just no. go jump over a brook they've never jumped over before i uh i have to imagine that for a wild horse it's mainly about anxiety because they're very fast and mm-hmm. i can see a situation where you're in a conversation deep with another horse friend and then all of a sudden you look at me you think hey uh rodrigo did you have you seen any grass for a while and then Rodrigo was like Oh my god, you're right. There's no grass. And they're in the middle of a parking lot. They're in a parking lot. Like, oh great. This is going to be on the news. Was no one paying attention? <laughs> who were who was following who? I'm feeling annoyance right now, which could be upgraded to anger 1 if something doesn't change. <laughs> if you keep running your fucking mouth, Rodrigo, it's going to get upgraded to anger 2 and you don't want to see that. So maybe just relax and we figure this out. Compassion. Uh, he's no. got a fat it's got a fat rider. It's too bad. <laughs> Listen, Did you see Lucy? You? Lucy's got a fat rider. I know. <laughs> Uh, poor thing. If poor you are deer. a being that is main, that is mainly bred to be ridden, and and you can still work up compassion for anything else, mm-hmm. like God bless you. That is that is a beautiful, beautiful reserve of goodwill. Well, they they feel bad for the burros. Sure, <laughs> sure they do. For the burros. Yeah. No, roll the R's because it's for not the authentic. If you don't, thank you. Um, I don't know what animal you're talking about if you don't roll the R. Uh, contentment. Very few horses, I imagine, feel this. Orb definitely feel. Orb, Orb appreciates the fact that he has reached the physical fucking apex mm-hmm. of possibly any creature on the planet. 
he, he but probably, it's just anxiety, right? And you got to, and even if you win the Kentucky Derby, it's like, well, am I going to get the triple crown? That's what everybody yep. mm-hmm. starts asking. That's or a lot gonna, of pressure. Or am I going to be able to fucking keep up this perfect body until the Preakness? They're going to shower me in oats after this fucking thing. What, I'm gonna what if I can't my, perform my stud duties? Right. Oh, man. Pressure. Um, curiosity? <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> Based well, on what? Why is that doubtful? Like, what are they curious about? They have everything they need hand delivered to <laughs> I them. wonder what driving a car is like. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they are curious about it, I refuse to... If they're curious about anything... Like they're not, they're certainly not acting on it because they seem to be kind of in a rut as a species. Yeah, nobody's ever said curiosity killed the horse because a horse will see a, a horse will see like a fucking helicopter could land next to a horse and a horse would be like, "That's not an apple." <laughs> Is that an come apple? When you check for come, check for a stem. Nope, no stem. No thanks. Come back when you're hay. <laughs> um, fear, sure. Yeah. Yeah, daily. If there's a bull, if there's a bull snake around, those yeah. things are terrified. Loneliness. Not if I have anything to say about it. Um, physical suffering. Yes, sure. Yeah, really, yeah absolutely. <laughs> they are. They are. Their entire being is suspended in a state of constant suffering. So yes, they're think about how sad. When horses get the spurs and then they run faster, they're trying to run away from a danger that is <laughs> that is like physically attached them. to them. Right. That's the saddest thing in the world. Um, which most humans have. But do horses have any emotions that humans don't have or that humans can't relate to? Thanks. Prance. The latter? Yeah. What? Prancing. Prancing is <laughs> <Okay>. my... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've never felt prancing. I don't think that's beyond human. It's beyond you, yes, just because of like your physique. Mm-hmm. No offense. Wouldn't you think though that if the horses did have an emotion that we don't have in humankind, then we probably don't have a human word for it, right? Right. It's sort of like a, it's kind of like the the flavor umami. Mm-hmm. Sure. It is. It's it's an indescribable thing. It's like if if there were any new colors that we didn't know, we would. We would know about it. You know what I mean? Take a chance. You know, I, I lose stuff a lot because I have a tendency to, like, absentmindedly sit stuff down and then just keep going. And it's like, I, I know that I've sat my keys down at some point, but I can't picture where. And what I do, and I it's not exactly, like, a, a very proud moment, but I'll just loudly announce, like, I'm setting my keys on the dresser and make it active. It's It's pretty dorky, but it works, and I don't lose shit anymore. Do you ever sing? I, you ever sing a little song? <laughs> dresser keys, dresser keys. <laughs> Will you be there when I need? Putting my wallet on the toilet paper dispenser <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> Gotta do it. Gotta do it. What if there's pee on the floor? It's okay if it gets on my pants. I'm just wearing these for one day. But who am I, Mister? Buy a new wallet every week when I get pee on it, guy. No. <laughs> Toilet paper wallet, you're my best friend and I love you. <laughs> you know, people say Widow Yankovic has lost his step, <laughs> but I think his tunes are as fresh as they were uh, in the 80s. Take a chance. Um, can a 27-year-old sign up for high school again? I want to see if I can go back to high school. I have a car and bigger muscles now. So I think I'll be more popular the second time around. And I've, I've always wanted to be prom king. So what do I need to go back to high school? Is, oh this, God. is this buzz marketing for 21 Jump Street? <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting my master's in high school. I'm getting my, my post-grad in high school. 
what you need is a, is a teaching certificate. And then you can go back as a teacher. I guess that's true. Yeah. That's the only way you can go back there and then beat up all the people who are mean to you, I guess. There's no loophole hey. where you can, like... I recognize now, at the age of 26, when I finished, unless I go back for some some master's program, which doesn't seem likely, like, I've done all the school I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and it's only now that I realize, like, man, I actually like learning. Like, fuck, I wish I'd paid attention to, like, anything. Yeah. I feel that way, too. Now I'm Now that I'm older... I'm, like, reading books to teach myself. I'm, like, trying to teach myself, like, complex subjects that are impossible to teach yourself. And I'm, like, man, if only I had fucking, like, done anything, like, any amount of work instead of just, like, the requisite shit to get by. Mm Mm-hmm. I think college should be something you get to do in installments because that way you really appreciate it. Because as you get older, you want to learn. I like learning now. Back then, I hated waking up more. I think that after, like, when you complete your sophomore year, someone should sit you down and be like, are you appreciating this? And you're like, yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not. I'm like, okay, great. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Just go off for a while, and uh, when you do appreciate this, we'll welcome you back. But, Trav, you can't put that gene, like, that, if there's a definition of what adulthood is, it's realizing that you didn't appreciate stuff enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you can figure out how to turn back time and do that easy stuff again, because, like, let's be honest, going to college for all its ups and downs, is a lot easier than having a job. Yeah. So what if, okay. what if we start giving jobs to 12-year-olds and then you work from 12 to 21 and then you get to go back to school? What but if... They but the only jobs that we give them are college professors. <laughs> now hear me out. <laughs> okay. uh, don't do this. Don't go to a high school like you are, as you are now as a man. You won't. You won't be allowed in. They won't let you in like you are now. You're old, and <laughs> they'll know. They'll know that you that you don't want to do great things there. So don't. Even, I wouldn't even try. It probably seems like a good idea in the brain, um, but I'm pretty sure hindsight's gonna be 2020 on this particular thing that you want to do. That's terrible, especially when you're on 2020, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What were you thinking?" And you're like, "You know, in hindsight." This grown man done. tried to wear a <laughs> Justin Bieber t-shirt and go back to high school. He, what would you do? What would you, but fucking, what if he went four years and he made to senior prom and he was in the running <laughs> and then like two days before, like, I don't know, some, some kid lost his legs that it was also in the running, lost his legs in some sort of industrial accident. And this guy's uh-huh. like, fuck, like I spent four years for this day. <laughs> And this, this no the worst day of my and, life. And this no yeah. leg kid's gonna fucking swoop in at the last second. He probably won't be swooping. Like some sort of legless Tarzan. <laughs> Son of a bitch. On the plus side, <laughs> gotta do it again. Gotta do it again. Everyone start all over in a different town. <laughs> On the plus side, I'm sick at times tables, and my cursive is off the chart. It's fucking insane. <laughs> How can I legally change my dog's name? <laughs> His name is Larry. I want to change it to Larry's Fiesta Party on the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to open up a food truck inside my dog. <laughs> <laughs> or additional details. Or hot dog party days. <laughs> it's a really good name for a dog. Why do people keep sticking with one word name for dogs? What this person doesn't say is that this is the dog's request. Mm-hmm. Hey, Larry feels so unsophisticated, so unironic. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know what channels you need to go through, but this I've is written why we down don't some teach, suggestions. This is why we don't teach dogs English, because they ask for stupid things like this. Here's what I'm. This is why I brought this question up, is because it brings up a good point. I'm learning all about sort of the life of dogs. Um, we already discussed my revelation about dog periods. Like, dogs go through a lot of the same shit that we go through. But at the same time, if I take my dog, mm-hmm. Nay Larry, right? Previously, pre- his previous given name was Larry, and I have decided to change it to Larry's Fiesta Party on the house. The and puppy I take formerly that dog- known as Larry. Right. And I take, I take LFPH to the vet, and they're like, Larry? And I say, no, it's Larry's Fiesta Party on the house. They're not going to be like, uh, says here on his documentation, it's Larry, right? Or do I need to, like, go to the fucking courthouse, get a new social security card for my goddamn dog? I thought it was just, like, my property. Like, if I call my table Jerry, then I can change it to Jerry's Fiesta Party on the house, my table. I'm going to throw this out. There actually is a circumstance in which you would have to go through some channels to change your dog's name. What the fuck? If it is AKC registered. If it is registered with the American Kennel Club as a purebred dog, then you have to. If it's a competition dog, dog? is that what you're saying? Our dog Nessie, Nessie was uh, registered with the AKC as Nessie Bell McElroy. We would have had to contact them to change her name. This makes me angry. I think back to the pioneer days. Horses didn't have no documentation. You know what What I mean? What about when the all dogs go to heaven, don't you mm-hmm. want St. Pete to have, what if he doesn't have them? Then they go this, to hell. I don't have a Who? Larry Fiesta I don't party have on the a house Larry. here. <laughs> Can I break down, actually, Larry's Fiesta party on the house? Is on the house is a parenthetical? I mean, you uh, could just do it. I mean, Fiesta party is obviously problematic. Because <laughs> we're really just saying Larry party party. <laughs> this is my dog Lawrence party party. Larry's Fiesta Party casual get together. <laughs> the dog. The movie. Did you see that movie? Oh, Christ. Um, it asked, or Hot Dog Party Days. I think I we are Larry's Fiesta Party I think we're pretty. I have my Is heart that in set case on the me. first name's already taken? <laughs> With oh, the I'm AKC? sorry, we actually already have a Larry's Fiesta Party. We have a, we have a champion good. basset hound named Larry's Fiesta Party on the house. <laughs> this fucking the fucking commentators at the Kennel Club show, the the <laughs> annual Kennel Club show. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is going to get confusing, but here comes the second Larry's Fiesta Party. <laughs> on the house. Another purebred basset hound. <laughs> we have a it's a battle of the Larry's Fiesta Party. On the house. We knew it. We, somehow we all knew it would come down to this. <laughs> a hush falls over the crowd. It no. all comes down to the heat of the genitals. They <laughs> they both defecate at the same time. <laughs> it is perfect. <laughs> we may have a multiverse situation. We may have a multiverse bleed. It's They've made eye contact def- from across the room. Travis, you know about dogs and shit. Is uh, perfect defecation a category in the Westminster Kennel Club? Dog Only show as a tiebreaker. <laughs> I've been researching uh, extensively to try to find um, uh, uh, some information about making swords. And I found this page from anvilfire.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have sword myths slash fiction. So let me hit you guys with some sword myths. 
Yeah, what have I been getting fiction. wrong about swords this whole time? Is it actual is, slash fiction? Because no, I feel like that's really swords. appropriate with swords. <laughs> swords, myths, and sword fiction. The Buster Blood. Sword from Final Fantasy VII and a samurai sword. They met one day. He said, <laughs> you looking really good, Buster Sword. And then they clanged. <laughs> they clanged and clanged. I'm going to clang. I'm going to clang all over your sheath. <laughs> Blood does not make a superior quenchant. This is an old myth. Mm-hmm. Neither virgins or slaves have been used to test swords. That is a children's story. What? You children's story. Get around. Get around. Help kids. me test the blades. How many of y'all fucked? None of y'all? <laughs> Let me tell you. You'd be good sword fodder. You cannot chop a machine gun barrel in two with a Japanese sword. Modern myth. <laughs> no, I saw that on Mythbusters. <laughs> myth busted. Ancient steels were not superior to modern alloy steels. Yeah, no Another shit. modern myth. It's because our steels uh, are like genetically like superior in every way. They've been modified and enhanced and chopped and screwed. Here's where things go weirdly askew. Atlantis was not in the Atlantic. The story of Atlantis was based on rumors <laughs> of the demise of Minoan island culture in the Mediterranean by <laughs> volcanic eruption. The story was handed down by Egyptians to Plato, who turned the... The little truth into a myth. Listen, uh, Ammo Fire, I'm not going to tell you you're uh, straying from the path of sword myths, <laughs> but um, Adamantium. throw the word in, throw the word sword in there somewhere. Yeah, they sometimes had swords. Somebody in there. Adamantium is a fictional comic book element without any basis in reality, like kryptonite. It's just another unobtainium. JFK was not actually assassinated by a sword. <laughs> like, yeah, dog, like, I know. I know that one. Swords are not good food. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay. Clouds are not made of small white swords. Like, thanks, website. J.R.R. Token is another myth, Ickle Metal. The myth is all caps. <laughs> thank you. Last one. You cannot, and this is the one that I find very confusing on several levels. You cannot cold forge a sword from a leaf spring. Modern web myth slash parody. <laughs> what? What's the most hilarious parody on the web? There's a guy <laughs> who cold forges a sword in a leaf spring. Everyone gets a real I think that's, kick out I of think it. that's a weird Al Yankovic jam. Does it say anything on there, Justin, about whether or not steak knives are just little swords? <laughs> Art cocktail swords, real swords. True or false? I feel like we all learned a lot about swords today. Sword wisdom. Sword <laughs> wisdom. It is not a blade metal. It is not intrinsically sharp or hard, as recent TV commercial for razor blades indicates. This is more Hollywood hype and bad science written by advertising executives that know nothing of <laughs> uh, allergy. Big corpos selling out. Well, what are you going to tell me next? That adamantium's real? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Last question. This one is by Charles Decker. Thank you, Charles Decker. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ive, who asks, Is Mr. Pringle still alive? Why does my son make laser gun noises in the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Okay, that was the show. Hope you had some fun. Talked for an hour, and now our job is done. Go back into the world, face the day ahead. Please don't tell our grandparents all the cuss words we said. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.